What is up, Smarks, Marks, and 9to5Jobbers? My name is Kevin. This is Mike. This is Andrew. Nate Dog in the house. You are listening to the Five Wise Marks. Welcome to another edition of the Five Wise Marks with some jobbers. Hey, Mike, will you just shut up for two goddamn seconds? I'm I don't sick know how to and do tired that. of it. Well, Sir, every goddamn episode, it's the same thing. Welcome to the Five Wise Marks. <laughs> you know what? Just get to the point. That's my Seriously. fucking gimmick, pal. Let's go. Come on. Is anybody else here? Oh, crying out loud. Two jabronis. I'm here. <laughs> okay, nobody important. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> so, anyway, in spite of the rude interruption Rudy. of ravishing Jay Maynard, we're going to talk about some AEW tonight. We might talk about Money in the Bank. I don't know if you fuckers even watched it. I watched the main event. All right. So that's one person that's watched it. Did you see it? And then... We're going to wrap it up with the top five favorite wrestlers. Not the best. Mine are the best. But the favorite wrestlers of all time. I thought I told you to shut up. <laughs> I don't listen to your Your list can't be goddamn Sasha rules. Banks, though. Yes, it can. Yes. Still give me another 2014 year. Sasha Banks. 2015 Sasha number one. Yeah, that's right. Spoiler alert. <laughs> so, first, let's try and, let's try and catch up. Let's do a little bit of Money in the Bank shit before this goes all off the rails when we talk about AEW. Uh, Money in the Bank, main event. Turner, you watched it. I, I watched it uh, later than like when you and Kevin watched yeah. it. But yeah, I caught it. Nate? I caught it. Maynard? Nope. Good. Well, we you don't want to watch it? Well, let's, let's set I'm the still going to watch it. I've been a very, very busy man lately. Absolutely. So. Been the every man. I'm going to set the stage. Yeah, set the stage. This was two matches in one. We had the men's match. We had the women's match. Fighting up Titan Tower. I already gave my whole rundown on the previous episode, so I really want to hear more from you two. They had it going at the same time? The yeah. same time. Oh, shit. And it was a cinematic match. Oh, so, yes. yeah. Okay. The, the what, women started in the lobby. The men started in the gym on the first floor, and they fought all and the way up the they had two briefcases? Two briefcases. Oh, yeah. Okay. So, the first thing is they make their little entrances... But they all kind of stand next to each other as they're waiting for everyone to be introduced in a no oh, DQ match. so you're match. not just going to fucking hit your fucking opponent? <laughs> That's the exact you. same thing I said. Thank you. <laughs> uh, my, my favorite of this bunch is what happened when Asuka was introduced. Oh, she was on the on the ledge on the second... Uh, yeah, she was up there. on the second floor. And then she dropped down and did like a, a backflip or whatever. Really? Crossbody. Yeah, she did a crossbody cross and, and knocked out all five other women. Of Titan Tower, and you're now, already on the second level, and you're not going to keep and then, running yep. because you're right a floor of her, head think, start. Yep, I think it was elevators right. right and then my favorite room. thing is, so she does that. And then she is the only one that tries to win, and that she immediately gets in the elevator. She did end up winning. Sorry, spoiler alert. Right? Well, yeah, well, yeah, but I'm saying she's the only woman that actually she didn't tried win to win in the match. way that she already could have by having a head start. No. but she at least seemed to try to win, whereas oh, most of the other okay. women were more interested in getting distracted. Well, hmm. then the guys hey, go grab me another beer. I'm gonna need another one for this. The, yes. The guys start brawling in the gym. Uh, at some point, another oh, mirror is broke. Yep, a mirror is broken by Baron Corbin. So, so seven this years is of the bad luck. Second mirror within like two weeks because uh, Johnny Gargano and Champa also broke a mirror. Oh right? yeah, ran the, the PC in, in the PC. Yep. And it was it was like a weird like. You don't throw the weight. Don't. Yeah. I, what did he throw in, in Money in the Bank? Was it another weight? He threw. He threw a weight. Okay, so this is the second time he ran that spot in, in as many as weeks. Like. Yep. 
don't do it again. Like, and it wasn't even close. It's not even a close scenario where you could you just duck, you just missed it. It was just like a spot for spot's yeah. sake, and it just looked mm. like shit to me. Then they did the spot where Otis puts the um, barbell on top of not barbell. Sorry, uh, uh, what yeah. is it? Is it barbell? Yeah. Well. Whatever, they put the big old weight on, on AJ. AJ, but it was so tall that AJ could clearly slide under it, but sits there and works it like, oh no, he I'm trapped. the fact that he can't get his head, his neck through. Even though it was like bar. four inches That's over That's all his head. pre-taped shit, too, yep. right? Yes, yes. Oh, yes. all pre-taped. It was taped like three weeks before they aired it. Um, eventually, they get up to the second floor, and this is the other thing. I don't understand. Everybody that got in an elevator, they got off at every floor. Except right, Asuka. Well, Why not run up the fucking stairs? Some of them did, but they well, kept getting off at every floor. Hey, well, sometimes uh, yeah. sometimes it just makes too much sense. Yeah. This is for entertainment purposes. Yeah. We're not just doing pro wrestling, guys. What else are we doing? We're not just doing sports. We're, We're doing trying entertainment. To sell, you're trying to sell that it's real. Ideally. They're not quite really, frankly, they're, I'm running up all the stairs. To the top. To the top. And going to, to the roof the immediately. Well, it, 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 you know, it's uh shout out to uh, uh, Truth and uh, my buddy Jeff Bravo right now. You're trying to win and you're, more importantly, trying not to lose. Exactly. Well, those are solid truths for sure. But what From WWE life intervention is specialist. doing is... They're trying to just I fucking well, make cat, everybody stupid. The cat's out of the bag, guys. Yeah. It's not real shit going on. So it's entertainment purposes. Yeah, fuck that. So <laughs> I don't while, like that. Well, well while, and, while, and this sa- could be, while this could be a five-minute match. I don't want to cut you off. That's fine. But I'm going to cut you off. But the thing off. is, the, the, the entertainment uh, purpose of it is supposed to be the realism. I want to be Was taken that away. Was years ago, though? Yes. Every time yeah. I try to work, I'm trying to make it look like I'm trying to beat the living bejesus out of this guy. And I'm trying to win the match to make something greater. All right, I won the match. I want the belt. Oh, you got to do another match. Okay. I beat this guy. Now I want the fucking belt. It, it just everything builds up. Because if I win this match, I get a higher spot. I make more money. Okay. Exactly. It's, hear, it's your job. You're trying I to do hear, better at your I job. I hear all that. And just okay, Kevin Dunn. No, just from from from, like, from its, its inception. Would you think that like doing a Titan Tower money in the bank it would be a good idea? No, it could have oh. worked. No, it could have worked. worked. It could have worked. worked. So I think it could have. worked. I don't trust them to make it work though. Yeah, it could have worked out. And I know you. It, you know, and this is just from hearing the shit too. It, it, I literally we can uh, play it. Talking to <laughs> seven and a half viewers right now. Thank you, Somalia. Yeah, Russia. <laughs> yes, all y'all. Borzuka you know what? It could have worked out. It really could have. It, it, every match can has the fucking potential to be the greatest yeah. match of all time. That's Randy Orton edge coming up. Yeah, what is? <laughs> well, it, it, that's every it, match at the current. It's all these. It's all the little little details, you know that uh, that come into play, and quite frankly, it's. A little hurtful to the business. Does it insult your intelligence? Oh, yeah. This match Everybody. insulted my intelligence. Yeah. The money in the bank. Yes. It, you know, that's actually, uh, you know, not to give away too much, but that's one of the bigger things we talk about. Oh, expose it. No. Calm down there, Chief. 
Not Simmer, simmer. Mm-hmm. Unboil. Well, for one, do you know all the women that were in this match? No. Please okay. Do. So, oh, so Oscar, Dana Brooke, Carmella, Nia Jax, Shayna Baszler, and who's the other one? Lacey Evans. Lacey Evans, yeah. So I woof. <laughs> three. I, I'm seeing three credible right now. How do you get to three? Just out of curiosity. All right, Oscar. Okay, I agree. absolutely love Oscar. She is. I agree. She is an absolute. She's she's already a Hall of Famer, by the way. By the way. Yeah, she is an absolute. Uh, look like, at her. Look at her credentials. Lover of won. the business. You know what I'm oh, saying? Yeah. yeah. She bleeds for the goddamn business. Oscar's amazing. Yes, I Hot agree. Hot take. I love Nia Jax. She oh. only for the fi- well, only for the sake she could be so much more than what she is. She needed she needs some more training. She could be domineering for sure, mm. but she as could we be know, she she's te- a little uh, Kong esque. All right, all right. Here, uh, second hot take. She could almost be what Yokozuna was to the business. Could have. I can see that, but she needs to be more polished. It could still happen. Look at Yoko's throwing around more weight in her. And I am a really, really big Lacey Evans fan. She has grown on me through the it could be there, but it could be there. I like her gimmick. It's a working. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Have you guys been watching lately with the babyface Lacey Evans? I I like her heel gimmick. Oh, she's been she's been a babyface for like three months now. It's bad. Never mind. She still calls everybody <laughs> nasties, though. Yeah. Yeah, is a baby face. Well, that was like that. Uh, her little YouTube video or Instagram or whatever she did when yeah. she was getting pulled over. Oh, by yeah. By the fucking... Oh, uh, the Canadian... Yeah. 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 By Jacques Rougeau. That was great. Yeah. And she's I all... Loved it. She's all about talking about her daughter now, too, so... Okay. Oh, God. No. Yep. She As even, a woman... All right, here's... She brought her daughter to ringside and Sasha Banks Here's her my out, take. Cool. Yeah. Here's my take. As a woman in the business... You're a woman in the business? Yeah. <laughs> As a... If I was a woman, you'd want to be single. You would want to be childless. So not Becky Lynch? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or Lacey Evans. Yeah. her, her too. It's going to. And... Because... You know why? Because it makes you wanted. Yeah. It makes you... And if you're not single, sec- you it, want to portray it, yourself as single. It brings you that mm. fucking sex appeal. Trish Stratus was married almost her entire run, but nobody knew it. Thank you. Yeah. Yep. And does it matter? Does, that doesn't really matter. What, what happens yeah. outside of the business? I don't give two no, fucks. Yeah. Just keep you're, it private. You're, you're you married? Who cares? Even private. I've been on the show ten fucking times. No one knows what happens outside of the business exactly. for me. Because I don't give two fucks what you think out there. I give two fucks what you think when I walk through the curtain. Yeah, in Somalia. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm gonna get us. I'm gonna get us back to Money in the Bank here for a little bit. Uh, we had some run-ins. We had. So we had a Bruce Pritchard run-in. Yep, Bruce and Brother Love taking a dump in, in, in uh, the he toilet, was, uh, shaking yep. his little yep. wee wee. <laughs> Ray Mysterio ran in, had a little yep, flush. Yep. Do you know who was in the men's match? Oh yeah, who was? So we have AJ. Daniel Bryan, Otis. Baron Corbin, Baron Corbin Otis. Um, who else died in that match? Aleister Black and... Oh, we got to shoot on that part. Who, there's another person. Who's the oh, other person? I forgot. Um, Clearly not important. Was it Brown? No. 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 I don't know. Wasn't important. We might get to him, but... <laughs> it, so it's clearly... Oh, Someone Rey Mysterio. That shit. <laughs> Rey Mysterio. Yeah. He wasn't important in that match. He got choked out by Shayna Baszler, though. Yes, he did. Really? Rey Mysterio did. Yep. Oh, and... It kind of plays into what's happening next yep. week. Um, uh, 
So oh yeah, we're going to retire. AJ, yeah, yeah Ray's going to retire. That. So we'll see. Um, uh, also, during this match, we have a spot where Dana Brooke walks into a conference room that has a briefcase in it, and she picks the briefcase up like she just won. And that part for me, so that was, makes her stupid. It makes her really stupid. It was the dumbest part yep. of the whole thing. And then it cuts to a clearly pre-taped on like an iPhone Stephanie McMahon, who's clearly not in the same room. And it's obviously recorded with like a phone because it's really shitty quality, oh, which Dana, is so weird. Dana, what are you doing? So yeah, what are you doing? it was like room? a last second take. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Why couldn't they have just had one of the other competitors come in and be like, and you, what are you, stupid? You yeah, already like, knew no, the briefcase was yes, going to be. You know the briefcase is on the roof. Scott McMahon is the leader of the women's revolution. Clearly. There's, there's a ring and there's multiple ladders yeah. on top of Titan Tower. Apparently, though, that's a real conference room and they actually have that briefcase there all the time. They have oh, a so money in the suit, brother. Yeah, they have a yeah. money in the bank conference room. Okay. Uh, then they have a food fight at one point. And there's your Paul Heyman spot. Yep, Paul Heyman's there. What are they, what are they trying to say about Paul Heyman there? He's fat. He's, <laughs> fat, <laughs> fat, <laughs> fat <laughs> He's fat. That's funny. <laughs> I can't imagine Ow. Paul Heyman uh, pitched that spot. Yeah. No. Who knows? We then, also didn't like that spot. By yep, the way. that's when we get the Rey Mysterio choked out by Shayna and then smushed by Nia Jax and Otis. That's that was right. fun. Uh, we then get a spot where AJ and Daniel Bryan fight into Vince McMahon's office. Okay, so this is I where, kind of pop for that. So this is where I may, may be kind of different than you, Mike. Um, like I said, I've been talking about it's entertainment, right? It's so entertainment. You already know. You already know. You're Giggles. Go, you already know you're going to go into Vince's office. Mm. If you are a smart fan, a half smart fan, this is Vince's tower. Yes, you, you, you are going to run into Vince's office at some point, somehow, some way. Okay, but but then they stop fighting. They stop fighting. But that's where because they don't know. Because I'm sorry, but Daniel Bryan, AJ Styles, you're telling me they've never been to Vince's office. They don't know what room they're about to well, go and into. It, and it's not even that. It's what's it's what Vince does. It, it didn't even work for me. He no. turned around. I, what was he doing when he? He was, was like writing on a. Notebook. Like a yellow pad, right? Yeah, and yellow then he pad. turns around and just... What are you guys doing Yeah, what are you doing? Get out! Then it was... And, and they then, fixed the chair. They're fired! AJ and Dan were kind of like, you start, you start. No. Yeah, yeah, then they're arguing oh. over who started it. And they so, fixed the chairs on the way out because you have to fix the chairs if you go to Vince McMahon's office. Because you're yeah. in the fucking middle of a match trying to yep. win. Yep. So Which makes sneeze. both of them look like shit. Just threw a sneeze in there. Yeah. Then they finally get to the roof... Um, which, by the way, at some point, Lacey Evans, Shayna Baszler, and Dana Brooke all just get lost because they never made it to the roof. It's never explained. Other than Dana Brooke, she slipped on a wet floor and hit her head. But the other two was never explained what happened to them. They just disappeared. And they just those, never made it. Those things that are lost in translation kind of bother me. Yep. Mm-hmm. I like the things like, and we're going to talk about AEW here yeah. in a little bit. Oh yeah. I like oh, I like things to be explained. Hey. Why are you over here and we don't see you? Why yep. are you over there and we can't find you? But yeah. At least they bank, tried with Dana Brooke. At least they tried. There's there's a reason. Once we get back to Money in the Bank, let's talk about AJ running into that room about The Undertaker. Oh, yeah. So, so I, I I'm kind of curious. So, so we know WrestleMania, he lost the graveyard match. By the way, I, I popped for I thought that was a pretty good match. Boneyard match I yeah, liked. I was, yeah. I'm sorry. Out of all the cinema, cinematic matches, that's the one yeah. that I really Boneyard, liked. Yep. It so grew. they were maybe extending that story. Uh, he was still ha- living in fear. He was buried alive, but he was still living in fear. Mm-hmm. Open, Keep it going. He, open, he opened the door. There was a casket. The they uh, 
they threw in some, some music over top. The blue uh, light, just, fog. It was pre-taped, right? So, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. That All cinematic. Yeah. Who threw him in and locked the door with Alistair? Alistair Black. That didn't bother me so much. Yeah, the only thing is if he locked the sense. door, if he locked the door, why did AJ still end up back in the match? Did he have a key for so, the inside? Yeah, so, like, <laughs> so for a second, I, I mean, I like what they yeah. were doing. Cause I, I didn't it, mind it. It froze him for a second, yeah. and it threw his mindset yeah, off. Yeah, it threw him off. I'm actually but, fine with that. How did he get back out? Yeah, they didn't explain and that. And I need those questions answered sometimes. Because they taped that mm-hmm. after. Yeah. <laughs> so then we finally get to the roof, and they have a little bit of fighting with the women. Asuka ends up climbing up to the top, and... Baron Corbin's climbing up at the top at the same time. This spot pissed me off. For some reason, Baron Corbin starts trying to fight with Asuka. They're fighting two You're not even fighting for the same briefcase. There's two briefcases hanging from the top. So what does Asuka do? Asuka kicks him in the fucking head. He falls off. She grabs the briefcase. She wins. Here's an idea. Why don't you both grab the briefcase? Just go. You're not even fighting for the same briefcase. Exactly. You're not trying to cash in on the women, Baron Corbin, are you? Oh, there's so many people I want to watch this match with right now. Yeah. So we can watch. What I wanted to do. It ain't us. Why wouldn't he just get to the top? Because he's a heel. He should be really like sneaky. He should be like, Oscar, grab yours. I grab mine. Boom. Because what does it matter to him? Oscar was a heel too. They can both. Yeah, and Oscar was a heel at the time too. Be in cahoots. Yeah, she didn't turn mm-hmm. baby face till the next night. So Asuka wins. Then we have a little bit of fighting on the roof. Baron Corbin grabs Rey Mysterio, throws him over the roof. And what? What did attempted we attempted murder? Yep. What did we see attempted before, murder? Though, where helicopter after. shots? Was it after? We saw it after. Afterwards, you saw that what he threw him off of was like four feet below. Oh, so it was really? Like nothing. Yep. And they then screw he threw that Alistair Black. And they threw off Alistair the Black off the same way. But they sold it like they were dead. Because yeah. they never came back into the match. Mm. I, I can forgive that part if they just sold the fact that, oh my god. I could forgive yeah, that part if they never ever showed up on fucking tape again. Yeah, they're and both. then Baron Corbin was a, uh, a fucking in court for murder. <laughs> yeah. The, the next night they just showed up on Raw Probably. and they're like, Rey Mysterio, what happened? He's like, oh, the ledge wasn't that far down. <laughs> that was it. Okay, then why didn't you get back up and get back in the match? Just keep Because that pillow was comfortable. Because here's the thing. If they shown him the throwing it, and it's like six feet onto concrete, mm. I'd actually be like, okay, that was a decent bump. Mm. And I'm sure there's a crash pad down there, which is why they didn't show it. Yeah. But if they could have showed, okay, it's six feet down, yeah, they took a little bit of a bump, they'll be out for a while. Okay. But you're assuming the entire, like, 30 stories yep. or whatever. Four. Is, uh, it's actually not that tall of a building, shockingly. It's only really? four stories. Uh, Jim Cornette. So yeah, it'd be like, yeah. he said it was like it'd be seven like, stories or something like that. It's, it's, well, it's got three stories of a parking garage, a parking, right, and then yeah. there's four stories of the actual building. But still, four stories is going to kill you. <laughs> it's, like, it's not like the yeah. giant um, Kobo. Yes. Yeah, it's similar. And Another podcast. So then we get AJ Styles climbs up, and he gets with the briefcase. With, well, Otis is on oh, the ground. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Yeah. And he gets the briefcase. He's fighting with it, and fighting with struggle. it. there's a struggle. There's a struggle, and oh, it's so slippery. It drops out of his hands, and, and big Landon, fat fuck, Otis, Otis catches it in his hands. I love Otis. I do, too. Oh, see, there. I think oh, there's yeah. a polarizing divide with Otis. I don't mind Otis fans. as a mid-carter. I yeah. do mind it if... They're trying to make him a main eventer because I don't think he's a main Mike, eventer. Mike, it's sex and reps, baby. Yeah. Sex and reps. Steaks and shakes. Steaks and weights. <laughs> I know. Um, but but see, I love me some steak and shake. All right. <laughs> seeing his, us too. Seeing his belly, I'm sure he does too. What do we What, what do we think about? But Otis you know why he'd probably this. still kill you in fight. Oh, I'm sure he would. He's oh. 320 pounds. Yeah. <laughs> and he's a, a former uh, Olympic trial wrestler. And his mom Almost was like in the carny business. 
Oh my gosh, this Bushwhackers? Yeah. Nice. Baby. Speaking of guys who would probably destroy everybody we know in a fight. Well, bushwhackers? Yeah. Super herders. <laughs> oh, They'll kill you. Yeah. Oh, yeah, there's some brutal stuff. <coughs> so, so, what do we think about Otis as a character, as someone who's winning the money in the bank? So, uh, what about his potential, his future? Where I think he's Scotty too hotty. That, that uh, might not be a bad spot. I think he's that baby face that gets a loud reaction, but is never going to be uh, the guy. He's believable. Well, he's got yeah. some charisma. That's for sure. Oh, people like Scotty too hot. Do you think about Otis? Do you think about Tucker? Tucker's, I, I think, dead, dead weight. Away. I think he's dead weight. He's dead in the water. No, he's Marty Janetti. Really, really fucking bad for him. Yeah. I think what's going to happen is I think they're going to... Do an angle where Mandy's pushing Otis to cash it in on a world champion, and Tucker's pushing him to do it on a tag title. Didn't and we'll see. And Tucker probably ends up turning heel in this whole smile. I think, wasn't I think they could do it better even than that, and it's just pushing Tucker out of the way completely. I, they might. I'm just saying I think Tucker ends up turning heel and on Otis. Yeah. Otis gets the comeback. Maybe Mandy even turns heel on Otis, too. Wasn't the original gimmick that they were going to go for the tag straps? That he, he said he was going to do it on the tag straps, but now it's been a couple weeks and he hasn't done anything with it. Because so Tucker hasn't even been on the show. Yeah. He's still doing the Ziggler feud. Yes. Unfortunately, I can see... Or maybe he loses it to Ziggler. I can see it, yeah. a scenario where Vince just sours on Otis, and then all this was for naught. You know what I'm saying? Could be. Oh, I can see that. Oh my gosh, we got the Brooklyn Brawler and the bu- versus the Bushwhackers. Who's Brawler's a tag guy? I can't I see, him. see him. Probably some random jobber. Kind of looks like Crush with the haircut. It is Crush, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Early Crush. I'm Here ready to transition away from Money in the Bank towards AEW stadium. Double or Nothing uh, Stadium sure? Stampede. I'm going to ask you this again. Are you sure? Nope. All right, show's over. <laughs> Can we call this Bushwhackers? Let's go. <laughs> Can we call this Bushwhackers match instead? I would probably prefer that. So I have a page of notes for this show. Uh, I can help read through these, and this can help uh, guide us through this match. So we start off with the entrances. What do we think of the football entrances? Love the entrances. I actually did too. Yeah. Loved it. That's about as high a praise I'm going to give this match. I like the entrance. Especially I, like, I like the inner circle work together as the, in their gear. Yes. 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 Inner circle of the sense. matching football gear was cool. And, and then the, guess what? The baby faces came out in non-matching gear. Yep. All in their own shit. I will also say I liked that, I don't know if you all picked up on this, one of the end zones was painted with the inner circle on it. Was not paying attention. Yeah. I don't know if the, what the other one had in it. I didn't get, catch that, but one of them was inner circle. Okay. Kind of cool. That probably had BTE or something. Something like that. Mm-hmm. That's a nice touch. All right, thank you, Jacksonville, for doing that. <laughs> then we go ahead and we start the match. Yeah. Hey, give out, give it, a, give a shout out to the grounds crew for making sure everything looked good. Hey, yes. they made it clean. The pyrotechnics crew. They're about the only employees of this match that I'm not going to bury. So yeah, <laughs> the backstage <laughs> people deserve their credit. Turner, did you have a nice poop? That was a nice long number one. Oh, okay. Yeah. Right. Okay. Longer than Kevin's. Who Why, is who? that guy anyway? He's still been going. Who is that guy? Who? 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 That is Jeep. They start off with um, Adam Page nowhere to be fe- found. He just didn't come out. Cool. You're going to say Fiend. Fiend, yeah. <laughs> I would have saved this match. <laughs> they start off four on five, and they start running at one another. Somehow Kenny Omega found a broom. He didn't actually enter with it, so I don't know where the fuck he got this thing from. 
I, oh, I know why. It's a pre-tape. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah he's, right. he's a cleaner. Get it? He's, he's a cleaner. I get it. Because you know what you find on a football field? There's a, a broom. broom. Yeah, brooms right in the middle of the, the field. Not a football. Line. Yeah. Or Not tea. a cleat. Yep. Tea. And he took this broom and he hit Ortiz, who had a helmet on. I'm just saying if I'm swinging an object at somebody, I don't go for a guy who has a helmet on. Yeah. That's Ortiz wanted to be healed. It should have been Jaguars. Well, and like the Jets or something. He's got the whole gimmick going. He's got the whole... Yeah. Head it up. Pretty much what part the of that's entire... Yeah, the entire inner circle has pads. They got fucking thigh pads, and knee we, pads. Did we discuss As far why? as we know... They didn't they have had, shoulder pads, though. Oh, well, yeah. You could tell well, they didn't have those. As far as we know, they were, they were geared up. Which, by the way, they should have done because then they could have... Gimmick that off as them being heels trying to be cowards protecting themselves. Yeah. yeah. But, of course, that wasn't brought up. But they didn't up. play that card. Nope. So. Uh, then we get the clusterfuck at the beginning. What I wrote was, weak-looking strike. Uh, Omega lightly plants foot on Guevara. Uh, <laughs> where he just kind of brushed him with his foot. I don't know if that would have killed a lady. This, whole, this yeah. whole match was just littered with soft strikes. It it, just... And it's weird because even Jericho's brawling was not good. The only guy that looked good in brawling was Hager, in my opinion. It's the only one who, in a brawling setting, looked like his shit hurt. Say, tell me I'm wrong. Well, so you're not and wrong. Also, why would you have a ring in the middle of the field if you're going to use it for three minutes? I know they barely used the ring, which was annoying. It's a 38 minute match. And yeah. you use the ring for three, maybe and, four minutes. And most of it was high spots off of the ring onto the, the turf. Yeah. Hey, we know as smart fans who are basically watching this promotion. That if you're going to be uh, brawling and wrestling within a football stadium, you're going to be utilizing the whole stadium. We already know that. But start in the ring and wrestle for a while before you go out yeah. there. More than three it, minutes. Exactly. Do like eight minutes, ten minutes, something. Start, yeah. start with a tag rope. Start, yeah. it's, you know, four and five. Then it five gets out of five. control. Yeah. yeah. A break, but, couple of pin yeah. breakups or something. It was like part two of ten of the match. Yeah. And then they just went elsewhere. At this point, Adam Page enters on a horse. And barely trots towards Sammy Guevara, who sells it like it's a tank. <laughs> yeah. He just this runs part, away. This part I didn't mind so much, but it's with what they did with Adam Page throughout the rest of, of this match. Yeah, by the way, he then goes into the you know uh, the concourse, and he's searching for Sammy Guevara throughout the rest of the match. That part, I didn't care. Yeah. Uh, I also wrote everything the Bucks do looks set up and fake. Nothing out of the ordinary there. Per uh, I also took a note. Jericho and Hager are the only ones that look like wrestlers. Scratch that out. Hager is the only one that looked like a wrestler. Fuck you, Jericho. Calm down there, Chief. Oh, I've only just begun. <laughs> uh, Sammy can sell. He can sell. Yes. Sammy did that multiple yes. times. He, he would actually sell stuff and make it look like this was an athletic contest that was damaging to him. Is he the only one that sold this match? Yes. Yeah. And I think it's about time from here on out where Sammy Guevara can um, finally start winning some matches. He's yeah. yeah. I remember reading he was nine and eight. He was yeah. And now six he's nine. of the last eight. He's, he's won. won. Yeah. yeah. But now he's Let, let's nine get and that nine. Train, let's <laughs> get that train rolling. I think I think they're eventually going to turn and face, losing all these big matches, and he's going to get kicked out. Uh, that's eventually I think where it's going to go. Uh, Omega has to prance is one of my notes. This is when he does the point and he runs into Jericho tripping him. Uh, why does everybody? Why does everybody have to stand to catch high spots? In all caps, move. 
And it, okay, why? This is what I want to add here too: is you know Tony Schiavone and Jim Ross, they can cannot be loving this match. They had make excuses as to oh, he's trying to break he his had fall. To break his fall. Yeah. What a cover! Yeah, yeah. they tried. That Maybe. doesn't make any sense. Like, yeah. and I'm all for. They were on. only doing what two old dogs could do. They're trying to put over the match the best well, they can. Yeah. I, and, and to the layman, that works. I think but, they should have walked out on this bullshit. I'm, I'm saying, sorry. This I'm all for being awful. devil's advocate for... Were they even there? <laughs> no, but they should have walked out of the studio <laughs> and been like, fuck that. I'm not, I'm not putting my name on this bullshit. Then uh, I wrote another goofy catch spot, this time off the goalpost. That's when the the Bucks tried setting up the ladder and had to do like a three sixty because they could, couldn't figure out how to. Yeah. And where's set the up ladder? A two sided ladder. Yeah. Where did the ladder come from? The ring. It was just there. It was just there. Yeah. It was just there. Because okay. because we knew we were going to go to the goalpost and have to climb up it for this spot. It's a perfect high spot. Yeah. Because yeah, you know that sounds like a Joe Horn thing or. Something. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> it makes sense to do it. But the but way how he you did got it, there. Yeah. Well, and the ladder could have been it could have been like up against like the side, but it was right in front of the goalpost in the yeah. end zone. Show me you getting the ladder somehow somewhere. Yes. Yeah. It makes sense to have a ladder at a stadium or you know, it, for painting mm-hmm. or, or if the young up. bucks had carried the ladder out and thrown it at the end zone yeah. on their way out in their entrance, like, oh ha, yep. we got a ladder. Because we're high flyers. We need yeah. it to make sense. Because yeah. ladders are our gimmick or something. Say in your notes, how far away are we from the 100-yard Northern Lights spot? Oh, we're a ways oh, away. We're a ways away. <laughs> uh, then at this point, uh, Ortiz starts beating Omega with a rubber cone. That'll show him. Triple H style. Yeah, yeah. He held on to it and did the bash you with the back of my hand. That's the rubber cone. That's Owen Hart's popcorn oh. spot. Yeah. Don't disrespect Doesn't Owen Hart work. by bringing him up in this. Uh, rest <laughs> in peace. Yeah. Yeah. We'll yeah, talk about Dark Side of the Ring soon, too. Now, this is where I get to the point where Santana Irish whips Omega. Where does Omega go? <laughs> oh, he goes right into the concourse from the field. Yeah, he's he runs the whole way down. It's like a video game yeah, style yeah. run. It's like a video game. Smackdown versus Raw. We're going back. Boop, boop, boop. He just disappears. Uh, in all caps, I wrote, what the fuck? This then cuts to Adam Page riding his horse around the concourse. The note I wrote down is, Adam Page is a stupid fuck. He's and just riding around the concourse. Well, and it's too bad because, uh, you know, before this whole coronavirus thing, he was getting over uh, playing this on the edge, baby face heel. Where's he going to lay? Where's he going to stand? I'm a drunk. With, with Omega. But it was working, though. And I you can't say children. it wasn't working if you were watching Dynamite. But he was. I wasn't. Well, <laughs> well, so it wasn't working. I don't somebody, want somebody was in quarantine, Adam Page was, and he lost a lot of steam. And this did not do him any favors. Uh, be in this stadium. stadium I'm, I'm over Adam Page at this point. That's too bad because I think he has a lot of upside. I think he still does, but I think this knocked him uh, down a few notches. He needs to stop hanging out with Omega and the Bucks because they're they're killing well, him. He's still tag they're killing him. He's still tag team champs with Omega. And oh yeah, at he's some right. point. By the way, he's still wearing his belt as he's riding his horse around. Yeah. Twenty minutes later, of course. Right? Um, at some point, he will yeah. turn on Omega, and it's going to be a big yeah. deal. This is where. Uh, Proud and Powerful, is that what their names are? Ortiz Sometimes, and Santana? Well, we interchange, right? We can't figure out what we want to call them. So, anyway, they're beating the up Kenny Omega and Matt Hardy with slapjacks, but they're just hitting them over and over and over, and it's not really doing any damage. And what can we deduce that are, are in those? Yeah. Uh, so, I remember when Stevie Ray had it. That was like one hit. You're yeah. done. Like, you're dead. 
That's what it should be. Not this. Aren't they, isn't a gimmick supposed to be like baseballs or something in it? I thought it was supposed I heard to be like bars of soap too at one point. Too. Well, I mean, that's like improvised. Like you put a soap in yeah. a sock. But, like prison or something. Yeah. But either way, bar yeah. soap or baseball, that's going to do some damage. This is when they do the power bomb onto the nylon sign. That was a crushing, devastating nylon Never. sign. Most Kenny Omega sold in the match. I don't even want to describe this. I'm just going to say one word and I'll let you fuckers talk about this shit because I'm sick of it. Pool. This is okay. when the pool happens. Okay, so let's... You want to dive into this one? The pool of reincarnation. So it's said. a take on the lake of reincarnation from Impact, Broken Matt Hardy. And I do want to say something about Matt Hardy. I think he has a really good mind for the business. You think wrong. I, I, <laughs> but, well, here's... He wants to pursue this broken Matt Hardy gimmick from four years ago, three years ago. And it fell on deaf ears in WWE. And they're trying to reinvigorate this in AEW. It's just... Maybe it's just because there's no crowd. I don't know. I Maybe I'm hopeful about that. But I think he has a sound mind. But I didn't, right, at this moment right now, it's not working for me. And so what they've done is... Uh, proud... Or pride and proud and powerful. Santana Ortiz. Santana Ortiz. LAX. LAX. Whatever you want to call them. They're consistently drowning Matt Hardy in one of the pools in where the Jaguars play. Yes, they have a pool in a football stadium. And every time he, he comes back up, he's a new version. He's a new uh, old gimmick. Of V1. V1 Matt Hardy. Uh, big money Matt. And I... Ultimately, I thought this was in poor taste because of the recent tragedy of Shad Gaspard. Yeah! Oh, um, I didn't even think about that. A wrestler just died Why? from I'm drowning. drowning. He should win the Warrior Award. And they're going to now attempt to commit murder on live television? What, what was their end game Was that pre-tape beforehand? I can't, I, it was, I can't believe that it was. I even if it was, cut it. Cut it. Cut it. Cut it. Cut it. I didn't and, even think about that. But what that was your either. goal? What was your goal? We're just going to drown him? That's I've how heard, we're going to win the match? You know what? All right, here we go. Go ahead. It was taped afterwards. No one realized it. I'm sure. I, I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt. I'm sure. No one realized it. But either I'm way, gonna... what's your end game with this spot? I'm going to drown my opponent. Oh, yeah, still. Him, I win the if, match? Yeah, if, if it never you happened. You wouldn't be a murderer. Yeah, if it never happened. You still have literally attempted murder yeah. on videotape. But then also... Not the first time. Not, not only that, but we're going to totally break with fucking real reality here. He's doing wardrobe changes under the water. He's posing for the fucking camera. Yeah. And he can control the graphics on yeah, the screen? Yeah, so now you're bringing supernaturalism <sighs> into and this? That, and that's where I think, you know, Matt Hardy has a good creative mind, but... He can go make and, shows on Sci-Fi well, Network. That, yeah, thank you. Mm-hmm. I think he... I think, he can produce pro wrestling, but I, th- I think he's really good in his mind. I think he's really good creatively. I think they just he can, the ball. he can produce other things in other avenues. There needs to be somebody there that has a brain that can say, no, this is stupid shit. Oh, Don't you mean do like it. Aaron Anderson? I, I don't think he has he that kind of sway there. I can't imagine yeah. he loves yeah. it. Yeah. I'm sure he I think there's, there's too many people at the top that have. The wrong, wrong ideas. Kenny, when, when you have four EVPs uh, who, yeah. who run amok, like, like a WCW type thing going on, this is the type of thing that will go unnoticed. Except the guys running mm-hmm. WCW 
you know, actually it, attempted to make the shit look real. It's funny. It brings me back to an old episode of The Office. Uh, for all the Office fans, the eight of you that are on here, and possibly some of you that are sitting in the circle. I think I know where you're going with. Go ahead. Uh, when Jim was promoted to co-manager. Okay. And they had the little uh, sidebar with Oscar. Okay. Where would, uh, what do you say, where would Catholicism be with the two popes? <laughs> Can you see a high school running with two principals? You know, yeah. it, I don't think there's anyone there that's making those decisions. There's no I checks and balances. Exactly. Yeah, thank you. That's yeah. exactly what I'm looking for. Hey, this is a good idea. Oh, yeah, this is a good idea. What do you think? Oh, that's a good idea. Giggles. This is a good idea. What you they're all yes men. They're no, all masturbating. It's, all it's not yeah. even that. Is uh, No one's getting reprimanded for their fucking ideas. Yeah. yeah. You know, it, it, no one is saying no. For, for it, better or know, worse, at least in WWE, you got Vince McMahon saying, no, that's fucking stupid. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. For better or for worse. Yes, and, and there are t- times when yes. it's worse, trust yes. me. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. I, I was actually going you know, with a different office, office reference, but when Jim and Pam have their first child and they go away and they cut to Oscar and he says, the Coalition of Reason is very slim yeah. right now. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Because all the crazy motherfuckers are there. Toby's been mentally checked out since June. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> God, I love that show. So you have all the crazy people and none of the sane people to bring them back down, except yeah. Oscar. That's probably how Arn yeah. feels right now in AEW. Thank AW. you for the office reference, Of course. Sir. Love that show. I love that show. Love that a lot more in AEW. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all right. Um, so now I've got... How far are we? Well, we're at the pool. God, get to the top five. So, Jesus. Yeah. JR and Shivani. There's said, too much to shit on. I said JR and Shivani ruined their credibility acting like the drone is a person that died, because they did. Uh, Ortiz is a stupid fuck for selling the ringing of the bell because they oh, put it, yeah, convulsing. Yeah, convulsing like he was in like Spider-Man like, Three. Yeah, like he's in anaphylactic it's shock like, or something. Like, yeah, that's hit him with a defibrillator. I mean, yeah. You guys remember that spot in Spider-Man Three with I Venom? I don't. Yeah, I don't. No, know he Spider-Man. puts the posts up around him and he rings the motherfucker so that the symbiote comes off of Eddie Brock. Now I remember. Yeah. I actually do remember that. I, I have no idea. But how many Total times race. did he hit that? Yeah. Total how race. many times did he hit the motherfucking poles yeah. for the symbiote to come off of him? Well, it's just one for this AEW shot here. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it, well, he it wasn't just, even under the bell. He wasn't even under the bell. He was like three feet away. It was awful. I think Matt Hardy was close. And if this is uh, pre-tape, wouldn't you want to just make this a little more tight? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, you, you would think, think, oh man, I didn't look good. Let's try it again. Yeah. Also, at this point, one of Santana Ortiz, I think it was Santana, is thrown in an icebox and locked in. We never see him again. That's it. And he's dead. Covered in water, dead. too, so instantly frozen even quicker. At, at worst, he's fucking at least got hypothermia. Yeah, he's in the hospital for the next couple weeks. Yeah. And I wonder what's going to happen on uh, Dynamite. I'm sure he'll just show up just fine. Yeah. Like, nothing ever happened. Was this show show up? Up? Yep. So, two different attempted murders. Cool. Uh, now, Adam Page is... Going to the bar, so I wrote on here, have I said before that Adam Page is a stupid fuck? And you have. Because he is. And guess who shows up to have a drink with him before they uh, duel? Yeah, Jake Hager. Oh, he just shows up behind your back, a heel, and not going to attack him. And a shoot wrestler, why wouldn't he just put a fucking chokehold on him? From the back. Put him out right there. Match over. Because, I'm sorry, if Jake Hager jumps a guy from behind, he's putting him out in 30 seconds. He's a big boy. He's a big boy. 
Well, sorry if I'm too far away from the microphone. But, uh... We can actually hear you. Better than Turner. Yeah. Did, didn't he have an MMA fight before he go, went over? Yeah. He's had a couple of guys. And he's an NCAA champion. Yeah, and he killed the guy, right? He had a DQ in Bellator, I believe. I don't know too much about his MMA career, but I know he did fight in MMA. And he killed the guy, yeah. if I remember correctly. Yeah, so... Maybe. <laughs> let's sit down. Well, any, you want to have a shot? Any Adam Page, who he yeah. killed. Um, also at this point... To all our viewers, before Mike continues with his bullshit... Yeah, it is bullshit. I hate this <laughs> shit. Go ahead. I'm going to Google this Jake Hager shit. All right, he's going to Google it and come back. At this point, they start hitting Jake Hager with beer bottles that dissolve oh, upon contact. It's almost like they're making a sugar You know glass. what, though? Yeah. That fucking makes sense. I'm sorry. That's coming from a worker's standpoint. Well, I understand, That's but why do you have to do it six way. times? It's going to happen. Do it once. It would be so less see-through. It's going to happen either He's, way. He no-sold the first one, too. I, I, honestly, I would have preferred if he no-sold the first one, and then they just beat on him. But when they kept doing it over and over, it made it so see-through. So, Oh, hang on. Before I get too far, yeah. he is still currently signed to Bellator. There you yes. go. He's like the uh, Brock Lesnar of AEW. Uh, at this point, Kenny Omega and uh, Adam Page, dumb fuck, have a celebratory drink. And Kenny Omega, in the middle of a wrestling match, drinks milk. What is because he, he's, Angle? Yeah, because he's a child. But who drinks milk in the middle of an athletic contest? It's going to make you throw up. All right, calm down there, Chief. All right, what's, what do we got to say? I'm going to give you Jake Hager stats. All right. Uh, his first uh, MMA fight was uh, Bellator 214 in uh, January 2019. Okay. 1-0, oh, arm triangle. Did his, it say how long? Uh, first round. First round, first round win, tap out probably. Second fight, uh, arm triangle again. So another tap out. Four months later in the first round. There you go. And then he got no contest uh, no contest with an accidental groin strike uh, in October of 2019. So he's probably going to be that Yeah, it was. Uh, yeah. He fucking hit his opponent with an accidental groin strike. Like twice. As far as I know, I mean, they are this still is breathing. only... Coming from the internet is one time. So you know it's true. It has yeah. to be true. Yeah. yeah. It's on the internet. It, it happened. Uh, at this point, do we want So, in other words, his opponent was a fucking bitch. Um, sorry, Anthony Garrett. If you listen to this, <laughs> I'll take you on. He's, Nate, he's a Russian. Nate could beat you up. His name's Anthony Garrett. Yeah, Nate. Nate will beat up this this MMA fighter. You Garrett got two first You show here. You hey, show up here. Nate will. This fight guy you. he fought doesn't even have a Wikipedia page. So yeah, have... he's a bitch. Yeah. You got two first names. You're a bitch. Yeah, I don't like two first name guys. <laughs> yeah. So how about uh, the the suplex spot? Oh, let's talk about most, that. May, maybe this is. Are the we most... talking about the Northern Light yeah. spot? Yep. This is the most. Finally. This may be the most damning part of this whole match. Is. Because Matt Jackson is known Buck for... Buck number one. Yeah. He's known for three or four or five in a row. Eh, five in a row is too much, maybe, you know, in a lot I can feel three in a row. Three, three of me. Three is the it, magic number. It's more, you know how Eddie does this thing, Chris does this thing. It's, it's for uh, crowd adulation. Okay. Yeah. There's no crowd there to... Besides the, the cheerleaders, cheerleaders who are told to do what they need to this do. Is no, awesome. they're told to suck my dick because they're all hot. Couldn't tell they were matched. Uh, so he's doing the spot on Sammy, 
And then they cut to a different scene of the wrestling match. Yeah, where Buck right? number two shows that he cannot throw a football. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then they'll cut back, and now Matt and Sammy are at the 50-yard line. Yep. And not not the nine. And not the nine, because that would make more sense. Yeah, because he... And then they cut to a different part of the wrestling which match. Which is Jericho beating up the Jaguars mascot. Okay, yeah. he gave yep. him the Judas effect, right? Yep. Which yeah. may be the most effective... Sell job. Which actually was, I'm not going to lie, a cool spot in the match. And actually, I think it made sense. Jericho had a couple good... Why was the mascot there, though? Promo. It makes sense. <laughs> They're at the fucking football stadium. Does he live there? It doesn't matter. <laughs> Probably. He's I mean, at the football it, stadium. It, the cheerleaders do. It makes than sense. The, than the mascot does. <laughs> yeah. But... All right, we go that was that. the same thing with the Mist fans. I'm sorry. Go ahead. We, we go to that spot, right? Which, well, you know, whatever. It's fine. It makes sense. Yep. Now he's at the other end of the end zone. Oh, not quite there yet. Oh, because, we're not quite there yet. Because Jericho has to hit a move and he goes to pin the other buck. Oh, is this the first pin in the hole? Uh, it's the the, second. like the second. second. Okay. Um, and when it's a two count, Jericho pulls a red flag out of his crotch and now, challenges the ruling. Gives a challenge. Now it's football, guys. Yeah. It's, now it's, it's no football. longer wrestling. That's not the raw what ball it's supposed to be. The it's jerking off. Yeah. It's oh, okay. We're really playing into the gimmick of football. At this and who point. else loses their credibility, Mike? The referee. The referee. referee. Because Edwards. you know why? The referee is the authority in the match. Why do you go back and challenge what you fucking? Call? Referee's decision is final. Thank you. Referee's decision is final every time. The rules of wrestling. Yep. Uh, so then we go through and. Um, Jericho spits a little bit of truth, saying you're a shitty referee. Sorry. Which is hilarious. If you agree to do this, yeah, you're a shitty referee. I pop for that. That was funny. I mean, Jericho's funny, but he, I, the fact that he puts this match over is great. Fucks his credibility over, in my opinion. I'm sorry, Jericho. And a 30-year body of work in yeah. Chris Jericho. And you you're going to have one... And you know what, though? Akeem just you're going to have one bad match. But he's putting 30 it over. He's going on there saying it's his greatest fucking yeah. moment in his career. Just because he's getting that fucking con money. It was a 38-minute match, and he's in 2 minutes and 48 seconds of it. Yep. So finally... He's still got $100,000 for this fucking match. We go back to the other buck, who suplexed him all the way to the other end zone. And he gets up, and then what does he do? Not pin him. Well, not pin him, for one. But he dances! No cell. No cell being dizzy. He dances, because he's got so much energy. See, that's coming from a worker standpoint, is he doesn't fucking pin him. Why didn't he pin him? that too. We had a million different spots where people were just laid out. Mm-hmm. They never tried to pin him. Yeah, 46 Northern Light suplexes in a row. Did we talk about the beginning when they were in the ring? A little bit. You were in the pincer. Touched on it. Oh, okay. Well, the fact that, that there was no pins in the ring, when we're throwing out finishers when yep. three yeah. minutes into the match. Jericho hit no, his finish. The, the waterfall spot makes sense. It was when the guy didn't pin him at the end is yeah. what fucked it over. Yeah, so when when Hardy hits his twist of fate, mm-hmm. spikes Guevara, who does a great sell job. Great sell job. And yeah, they don't exactly. pin him. Like, pin him and have somebody break it up. Like, come on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Simple shit here. Um, I also wrote, this is stupid. I hate that I'm wasting my time watching this. Uh, oh, this is now the part where they put Jericho on the table and one of the bucks runs up the steps and then runs back down. Hey, can we talk about all the momentum that one of the Bucks gained by going up and then back down the stairs? Very slowly. Just to uh, do a dive onto the table. No, to jump onto the railing, then then, dive. Yeah, because he has to come to a complete stop before jumping off. Now that... Even if you had gotten momentum... That really insults my intelligence. 
Even even if I was nine. how weak is Jericho that a hundred and twenty pound schoolgirl is holding him down this table for fifteen minutes? <laughs> even as a nine year old, that would insult my intelligence. It was sad. Yeah, like and and by the way, Jericho's laid out after this so much so that Adam Page takes the line marker and runs it all the way up his crotch, his chest, his face, and over him. And so I wrote, if Jericho is this dead, why not pin him? There's three guys there. You could have literally had one buck lay on his chest, one buck lay on his legs, and Adam Page put both hands on his shoulders. And Adam Page's two hands would still be more weight than the young bucks. Yes. Mm -hmm. But what? Like, come on. And this is when Sammy Guevara, who's just kind of coming out and getting attacked by sprinklers, (laughs) stops and, like, has this realization that something's behind him without, like, looking. And there's a golf cart behind him. And why? why? Because that spot worked so well two weeks ago. Giggles! Yeah. Oh, not to mention that they basically did the same thing at the beginning of the match. You know what? And that's the thing is you could have done it. You could have. You really could have. But not here. Yeah. And why not have him, like, get up and stumble and look, and then there they are. Oh, shit. Why did he he realize they were there before he turned around? If he looked up and Mm -hmm. saw headlights, like he was staring into it. Yeah. A little bit better. Like, not this again. Yes. Like, Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it was it was executed poorly, especially with the pre-tape. At least if it were live, I'd be like, oh, okay, he just screwed up. And here's the thing where I think they fucked up the most, too, is, okay, as a pre-tape, you want to get things right. They only did it the night before. Yeah. They were up until, I, reportedly, 5 a.m. filming this. And then they, they only had the, the, and, the, and this is the, end the remaining result. 15, 16 hours before nah. the double or nothing even ran. That's a lot of time to edit. That's a lot of. Yeah, I'm saying you should give yourself forever edits. You should give yourself more time. Exactly. Like Money in the Bank, at least gave him three weeks, even though that ended up being a mountain of bullshit. Right. So at this point, they start chasing Sammy Guevara up the stadium, and they fight, and then the drone distracts him because you know if I'm choking the life out of my opponent. And I hear a drone, I'm going to be like, well, fuck this wrestler in front of me. I'm going to pay attention to the drone that's going to beat my ass. Apparently we have a run-in from a fly or something, I'm assuming. The Neo one. Hey, at least it's not a bat this time. (laughs) So then what happens? Somebody take over. I'm sick of talking. God damn. Are you you really sick of talking? I talk too much. Well, Well, I didn't know football stadiums had crash pads. Yeah, they do. Built well, right into the stadium. So this built right into the finish of the match. Is we have a one-winged angel, one, as Excalibur would say, which actually looks sweet. It, I mean, if it wasn't it under looks crash, sweet. man. Yeah. Well, they they brawl up to right to the top of one of the uh, one of the fan entrances. Yeah. 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 Okay. Whatever. That's fine. You, you, a brawl is a brawl, but obviously it's it's building towards a spot. Oh, what else had a big fucking crash pad moment? I don't know. Shane and Miz at WrestleMania? Yeah, another match I hated. <laughs> Shane Taker? No, Shane Miz. Shane Miz? Yeah, Shane Miz had the really obvious crash yeah, pad. Yeah, Shane odd. Taker had one under the announce table, but did, it wasn't as obvious. Did they call it a street fight? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and they did the big crash yeah, pad spot. Generally, I always give the WWE credit. They make it so dark in those areas that you can't tell. Yeah, you don't yeah. even know. This it. was super lit well, up. Well, and, and also, to be obvious, it was a full crowd. Yes. You know, all that shit. Yeah. That being said, they brawl up to one of the top of the fan entrances. Yep. And you just know it's time, because it's four, It's damn near 40 minutes into this match. Yep. 
it has to come to an end. It has six to, hours of taping too. It has to go home, right? So they brawl up to the top. Kenny Omega puts Sammy Guevara in the one winged angel, and they do this one huge spot. What, what would you estimate the the, the probably the, 10, 15 feet drop? 10, 15 feet? Yeah. yeah. It wasn't crazy, but it was it was dramatic. It was dramatic. It had it not so yeah, obviously. Yeah, had it not so obviously landed on a crash pad, well, it would have worked. Looked, that bump, it was a good bump, but the it, way it looked, it was too lit up. End, yeah, it was too bright yeah. where then, it was. And then tell us how how Aubrey. Oh yeah, so out. Aubrey counts the one, two, three with him still on an object. His his shoulders aren't on the ground. How can you like? They should have rolled his. At, Carcass off onto a flat mm-hmm. surface, then one, two, three, because his his shoulders were on like the indent of the. He was he was all yeah. discombobulated. Yeah, so because like, here's that's the finish. He's not. Yeah, it's the spot. That's it. So so, with that being said, guys, fuck everyone who played any part in this bullshit. You already answered the question. Before I even asked. Go it. ahead. How do we feel about this promotion? Fuck anyone who played any part in this bullshit. Go ahead. Well, we, you know, we didn't even talk about the rest of the show, which we really didn't even, you know, watch or dive oh, into. Yeah. I heard MJF Jungle Boy was really good. The debut of Brian Cage winning the Casino Ladder Match. Uh, MJF's the only person in with, this company I even want to see at this point, and he is the best of the best right now. MJF. He's young. He's twenty three. He is young. He's way younger than us. But we also had Taz uh, managing Brian Cage. Let's not. Let's not. Well, we could Try and put some roses on top of this bullshit pile. This sucked. This makes me not want to watch AEW anymore, so period. Not only does this ruin the pay-per-view, but it ruins the promotion for Yes. Me. I don't want to see Chris Jericho anymore, who up to this point was one of, in my opinion, one of the best wrestlers in the world. I don't want to see him anymore because this ruins him to me. This makes me think he's just doing this ha-ha, phony bullshit Oh, that was with the cone, too. For the Young Bucks and Kenny Omega. They want to play because they're actors. We're we're performers. We're not wrestlers. We don't do wrestling moves. We're not superstars. We're not athletes. We're wrestlers. Or we're fucking actors. I'm fucking Shakespeare. Fuck you, Kenny Omega. I'd rather rather watch cats. I love cats. And animals. I will say, like, uh, Jim Cornette put it pretty pretty well when he said he's ashamed of Jim Ross. He's yes. ashamed of Tony Schiavone. They should have left. He's ashamed of Taz. You can tell they were. Just oh, the way yeah. they were trying to cover up some of the spots well, in the match. They just didn't want to lose their paycheck. I see that, but I would think especially Jim Ross should have enough money where this isn't changing his life. Well, yeah. he Maybe have- Shivani needs it because he's got about a million kids and if you got to feed all your you know million <laughs> kids, go ahead. Well, Jim Ross has nothing else to do, Mike. I Yes, sell some barbecue sauce, man. I don't know. I got his book over there, but it was great, great read. I'm I'm very irritated with Jim Ross. I'm very. Here's the thing. I'm not even so much irritated with Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks. They don't know better. They're stupid fucks. They're gonna do stupid fuck shit. That's just who they are. Listen to too much Meltzer. Yeah, I'm I'm irritated with Jericho. I'm irritated with Jim Ross. I'm irritated with even Matt Hardy, even though he's a stupid fuck. Like. These people are just going out of their way to ruin their credibility, in my opinion. The only person that came out of this looking semi-decent, because everything he did made some, for the most part, made some sense, was Hager. And even he should have ambushed 
Adam Page at the bar. But for the most part, the shit he did made sense. He's in relative to everybody else. Okay, can I just ask this one go, question go for you guys before we wrap this up or maybe go to uh, you know, a different subject? Wrap it up. Is We're going to our top five, brother. We need to. Where do you think these promotions think we're at with these, like, breaking kayfabe? Like, everyone knows that it's a work. Everyone knows that, that it's entertainment purposes. However you want to word it. There's a, obviously there's a certain aspect built into these matches, I I believe. So it how much how much stock do you put into that? Oh, you know what? It's it's not MMA, Jason. It's mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's not it's play. Not, it's, it's a show. It's entertainment. So how much how much does that uh, affect your um, you know your your reflection on the show or or, or lack thereof? You go ahead and talk because yeah. we all know what I think. You know, and that's because this is 2020. WWE Network is is putting out documentaries, breaking kayfabe left and right, and they've been damn good. But does that bleed into your uh, other? And it, you know, and there's that old saying that I, I don't even want to say old saying because it's uh, only so many years old. It's what are you gonna do when you go out there uh, out there to suspend? Disbelief. The fucking disbelief. That's what I want. I want a match that makes me forget all the shit that I've seen in all these shooting interviews. And that's the problem. That's what I want. But maybe the maybe the problem is is they can't get out of their own way. They can if they want to, but they 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 don't want to. The problem they can't is because they're the fucking VPs of this goddamn company. There's nobody that tells them no. Exactly. And by the way, Cody is the first TNT champion, by the way. Well, yeah. He beat Lanchard. It makes sense. And Brandy gets her spot. Yeah. She always has to get her spot. You know, it's not... It's it's almost to the point of not who you even know. It's whose dick are you going to (laughs) suck? Exactly. Exactly. I'm just... It's really what it's getting to. I hate this play wrestling bullshit. Go out there... Make it a fucking battle between Titans. Who comes out on top? I tune into wrestling for wrestling. If I want to watch gymnastics when, or something else, when's the last time I would that really had? The last time I feel that really happened was at WrestleMania with Shawn and the fucking Undertaker. Which I, soon we will dive into. I will. I, I'm. I'm gonna say that's this fun. happens times after, not maybe to that quality. Well, yeah, you know what I mean, though. But like when I see. Walter Pete Dunn style match. Mm. That I'll match was two revival guys. And yes. DIY. Revival DIY. Revival American Alpha. Mm. I mean, I've seen people who will go out there and it looks like they're beating the fucking shit out of one another. Exactly. And that's what I want to see. I want to see somebody like Walter chop the shit out of somebody. Yeah, you can change it up. A little comedy spot, squash spot. Especially if it's underneath people. But this is your main event. Yeah, yeah. Your well, there's a spot. There's a spot for all this kind of stuff on a card. Thank but you. Oh yeah, Turner. Reminding. I know you want to talk about something. So they put this on last over the AEW Heavyweight Championship bout between John Moxley and Brody Lee. That went on second to last. Which I'm a little I, upset. I didn't watch that. Well, I heard it was a it was a it was a banger, okay. but mixed reviews from most. It wasn't like the best thing on earth. Cornette buried it, but I'm sure. Well. I'm sure he has good reason, though. But he buried everything but except MJF and Jungle Boy. Oh, hang on. I, I don't want to cut you off. But I'm going to cut you but off. But I'm going to put this uh, out there so it is out there. But 
Cornette is the smartest mind in the business, and I don't care what no you doubt. say. No doubt. Jim Cornette, if you ever I hear this sign. from Somalia, or <laughs> Louisville, you Somalia, can, yeah, you can we love you, dude. <laughs> you can agree, you can fucking disagree with what he says, but quite frankly, with what he says is, is the truth. Is the truth. Well, All he wants is this shit to make logical sense. Yes. Yeah. In, in the end, that's right. Yeah, for sure. Yep. Um... And there's nothing wrong with that because that's how it should that's be. That's exactly mm-hmm. how it's supposed right. to be. And person A versus person B. Like, it, it's funny. It, I call him the biggest wrestling nerd of all time. It's a compliment. But it, it's not even. It's a compliment. Oh, how do I want to put this? It's not even that he wants the story between the match. It's just the. For the fact of the matter, he wants it to make sense. He yeah. wants it to look like an athletic contest between two wrestlers trying to kick each other's ass. Yeah. yeah. Period. Whether it's 1981 or 2020. Yeah. He, whether he knows that you know that it's... He doesn't quote care. Unquote, fake or not. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. He wants you to feel the same feeling yeah. you did... Whether it was 38 years ago yeah. or 21 years ago mm-hmm. or now. Do you know how much money I would pay to see a... 40-year-old uh, Harley Race beat the shit out of Kenny Omega. Oh, Wait, wouldn't that be something? God, that, all of my money. That's, oh. that's 50 bucks well spent. That's $50 that's... I would spend in a heartbeat. Well, to because be Harley honest, Race I just I, I wanted, is legit. I want to see some sheep herders uh, bloody up some young bucks. <laughs> <laughs> but but kind of to where I was getting back to. People is, who are believable. Um, where do you guys where do you guys stand on because they they pulled a page out of the WWE book where they they did not put the AEW championship on last. How do you? I, That's upsetting. It is. It truly is. Your world title should but, always be the main event. Yeah, but why? You. How do you follow up this bullshit? Like I'm I'm just saying, if you're Moxley and Brody Lee, how do you have a match after they just show this did 38 they even minute know cluster? Was going to be the fucking. I, main well, maybe event. I don't just, know. Maybe you just do it because maybe there's some redeeming quality about that last uh, Moxley Brody I, I would. I, I get what you're saying. Uh, I, I think either your world title, if you're running a real promotion, either your world title, your world, your world tag team titles. If you're going to make these things legitimate, your world tag team mm-hmm. titles or your women's world champion, though one of those titles should go on mm-hmm. last, except for the very rare circumstance of something, in my opinion, like a Royal Rumble. Or, or money an in the old bank. school Survivor Series. Yes, no. where you're having something where the contest is for a shot at the title. I can understand. Yeah. yeah. But for this part, you just had a random five-on-five five match with no consequences after your world title. Yeah, exactly. Thank you. Yeah. No consequences. Well, and just Thank what, you, and are, sir. And are they, are they going to wrestle again when they have crowds and have the cage? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what you're just saying, though, is what happened with Brian Cage in that casino ladder match. He earned the right... To wrestle, and that was the opener. John Moxley <laughs> in a what is a B show pay per view for <laughs> Fighter Fest coming up here, which means you're either getting a smosh finish or Brian Cage is getting buried. And I will say, <laughs> yeah. Tony Khan, way to, way to bring in a guy that looks like a million bucks, and he's gonna be lost not even just a million. He looks like a hundred million. Dollars. <laughs> yes, but he's injury prone though. We'll see. But, yeah, but, that's not even the point of it. That's that's. Fucking secondary. No one ever needs to know about. Yeah. Yeah. And you have Taz cutting your promos. Yeah, you can, can write be, that fucking legit. story. Taz is a good promo. Yeah. And I will say. Oh, oh hey, you know, say if Cage did get injured. 
You know what? He just doesn't feel like it. He's off in Europe yeah. banging 37 or, different fucking or ballet. John Moxley bitches. is such a vicious opponent that he that's the reason yeah, he's on world champion. He can, over. he can put anybody out. Beautiful. He can put anybody out. He, you, so you know what you're wearing with yeah, but right. okay, you know what? Hurt, I bet training. you any money we are gonna either have the same champion with uh, absolute no crazy. It's gonna be a straight up finish, or you're gonna have a new champion with no crazy fucking straight up mm-hmm. finish. And that second, that, that second scenario you're you're, you're putting out there, what, it's gonna what, happen what, either way. Yeah, it's hard. not gonna be some fucking schmaz. It's not yeah. gonna be. Oh, we'll fuck. Try. Guess what? We got to go uh, to the next pay-per-view. I will bet you that Moxley, the next time, the, that main title will change in front of a crowd. We'll, mm-hmm. we'll check back after Firefest. Mm-hmm. Moxley yeah. will it's change. It's going to go one of two ways. Yeah. I guarantee you that. And that sucks for Cage. <laughs> Probably. All right. So we have gone pretty long here, but we're still going to squeeze in one more segment, damn it. Because we're going to get our shit in. We're going to get our shit in. We're going to get our top five favorite wrestlers in. Please explain on the top five favorites. Yes. So, you're actually the one who came up with this idea, so I'll let you tell, explain it out. It's no bullshit. It's straight shooting. It's not who we think are the top five best. It's just our top five favorite, period. People you want to see. Exactly. Yes. And all favoritism, homerism, whatever. That's that is what included. it is. Yep. That, that, yes. that is included. So if so, it, you know what, Mike? Shut up before I kill you. <laughs> He's getting the gimmick today. <laughs> Turner, who is your number five? Ooh, My start with Turner. Five. I would have to go with. He's got his list. Sting. The man called Sting. All right. Uh, and the reason I say that is because there's two different iterations of Sting that we all grew up on. We're all born eight. Turn up. You don't even need a reason. But guess what? We're going to give you that. A man called Sting. <laughs> Maynard, thank you, Mr. Worker. He does this, he does that. It's a man called Sting. <laughs> we grew up on Surfer Sting. We grew up on Crow Sting. How could you argue with... Joker Sting was a thing. Joker Sting. Mm-hmm. Well, if you know, it was you're, a thing. It was a when you're like 23, 24, and not watching TNA and Spike. Yeah. <laughs> but there's that too if you I want. I mean, nobody was. No. Whether you liked his in-ring work or not, the guy was a character and a half, and you knew how to sell it. Uh, how could you? I mean, for me, how could you not like Sting? And he was a WCW tried and true original. God bless the man. I love Sting. That's my number five. All right, Nate. John. Yeah, I have no list, so I'm gonna go with at number five, Jake the Snake Roberts. All right. I love you, Nate. Nothing wrong with that. Just, I love you. He will draw you in with and basically any promo. He will cut, and you want to see if a baby face like Macho Man will try to get his comeuppance. Trust me. Don't turn your back on anyone you respect or fear. <laughs> he turns around. <laughs> I, call your I love that. And I was at your house. Yeah. And the sad thing was, I don't want to say sad thing, but that was one of the best promos I've heard in God knows how long. Yes. Years. That raspy voice, I think, puts it at another level. That, yeah, too. that old man tried yeah. and For true, fucking weathered. But Ooh, that hit home. Hail right Caesar. there. Hail Caesar. That fucking, ooh. I'm going to go number five, and we're going to get rich. Ted nice. DiBiase. Nice. Mm. Nice. 
original Ted DiBiase. <laughs> <laughs> Not Joker Ted DiBiase. <laughs> I mean, what what else Super can you Ted. say? He can cut a promo. He yes. had the look. Yes. He had the gimmick. He could wrestle. I'm done. He could do it Go all. watch Ted DiBiase in Somalia. And I, by the way, I, I love his falling precision punch. That's oh, one of my yes. favorite all-time spots. So, Maynard, you want to do your five? My big number five... Which is upsetting because it's probably a lot of people's number ones. Um, not in this room in particular, but you all know where I'm coming from. Do, 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 do. Okay. Big fucking Hulk Hogan. Hogan, man. I could never, ever get enough of when that When it comes crashing down and it hurts inside. I couldn't get enough of that motherfucker when I was fucking kid. Yellow trunks. Oh, everything. Everything about it. Even... You know, in when I think back about it now, watching him as the face of an entire company, right. becoming the heel of an entire company, oh my god! And being as over, if not more over. Yeah. Can you imagine? Can you imagine Hogan being in Hogan's spot and agreeing to that? Yeah. Yeah. To being the literally. I, the biggest baby face of, of arguably, arguably, ever, for sure, of no. all time. Still to this day. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, arguably, of all time. I mean, in June 96, I don't think it's arguable. I yeah. think it just yeah. was, for sure. Well, yeah. even before that. Yeah. Fucking from 87. Yeah. All the way up until that point. And then, you know what? Yeah, fuck these fans. I'm going to do it. They there was stick it, brother. Because there was so much money in it. Yeah. Cause, oh, cause, yeah. Because in 93, 92, 91, they were already ready. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Hogan was ready. But look at that. Look, I mean, go back. Uh, he changed I mean, his, the business twice. Yes, his biggest yes, point, well, I think we can all agree on, his biggest point was WrestleMania 3. That's yeah. a huge focal point. Uh, can we agree on yeah. that? Yeah. That's probably his height of it, it was, his baby face. Right? It was sure. And now... It can you slam. go? Can you take that all the way to leg dropping Macho Man? Nine years and later, becoming the biggest heel in the fucking business. Yeah. I mean, can you yeah. seriously? Can you yeah. name anyone else that could ever, ever fucking do that like that? No one else has changed the business twice. Exactly. Yeah. Eighty-five. Thank you. Rock and wrestling. Ninety-six. 96. NWO. He, he mm-hmm. flipped the entire business on its head twice. For the better. There's people done it once. No, I'm not. He's uh, like, twice. Ser- I'll, I'll take $100 out of my pocket right now. Any guy that can fucking name that. I, no. Can I? There's nobody. Nobody. You know what? I can argue that, with you. Turner, number four. My number four. Well, I really can't follow that number five. But my number four, personally, would be uh, Owen Hart. Okay. Ooh. Um. I'm never going to hate on Owen Hart. Never. You can never hate on Owen Hart, or else you'd be a, a, a fucking heel for hating on Owen Hart. <laughs> but despite uh, his tragic ending, just go back and watch. Rest Pete. in peace. Yeah, rest in yeah. peace. Um, and we will you know, talk Port about that. Port of 40 out for our homie. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> but just go back, and just from a worker standpoint, he may have been the best heart in the business. I, we're going to have a whole episode about this. Yes, we have to. I agree with you. Yeah. Stay tuned in, motherfuckers. Uh, yeah. You know, Owen, Brett, Keith, Hart. No, uh, not Hart. Dean. Fucking <laughs> Stu. Diana, <laughs> Stu, Helen. Even like, Stu. Bruce. Bruce. Dean, yeah. Bruce. Fucking Jim. Dean. Diana. I said Dean four times. It doesn't, it doesn't even matter. <laughs> I had four kids named yeah. Dean. It doesn't even matter. 
And then uh, what really gets down on me is, you know, when the Attitude Era really lifted off, they kind of forgot about him in a sense. They went back to the Blue Blazer gimmick. But I just fully believe that Fuck he you, was, Vince Russo. Well, yeah. and, and just fuck the company in general. because yeah. Fuck you. Yeah, fuck you, Attitude Era. And he didn't want to do... Uh, an angle with Deborah and cheating mm-hmm. on Jeff and Deborah because Martha. And he was he just so, wanted to go out there and prove. He just wanted who to, he was. He's the he best would, wrestler in the he world. He just wanted to. Wrestle. And he was. He truthfully was. He just wanted to wrestle. And me, as a fucking, I almost, I turned ten the next month. As a nine-year-old, I already knew it. Yeah. I already knew it. Whether it was the black cart, whether it was, uh, you know, King. He won King of the Ring in what yep. 94? ninety-four. Didn't matter. I don't even care if you, if you were in, in the nation of domination. If you were a Nugget, it did not <laughs> matter to me. And he consistently got over with whatever bullshit they gave him. In his yeah. slammies, dude. Woo! 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 Slammy award winner. Woo! I will love you forever, Owen. R.I.P. God dog. rest. Nate, top oh, that. No, sorry, Nate. How much fun was Owen to watch? Oh go back God. and watch. Absolutely. Go back and watch WrestleMania 10. Just, yes. How much fun as was a he prime, to watch? As a prime, oh, 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 I can shoot out WrestleMania 10 for a fucking hour. We, we, yeah. may. That, that, we will. That may be a future episode. It will be a future mm-hmm. episode. Book I, it. I love you, Owen Hart. I miss you every yeah. day. Top yes. that shit, Nate. Good luck. Uh, I'm gonna go with the tag team, Road Warriors. Cheating. Oh. I don't hate the Road Warriors though. That's a good. Pick. Just. I like Legion of Doom. LOD <laughs> <laughs> 2000 yeah. with Sonny. It was actually, I ain't gonna lie, LOD 2000, New Age Outlaws, one of my favorite matches. What, what, what pay per view? Unforgiven. Uh, Unforgiven. Oh, okay, okay. 98? Yeah. yeah. April 98, yeah. Yep. No, that was just, one of my favorite matches. The aura of the Road Warriors just. Coming back. They just come oh. in and. Oh, you mean. Just, just ever. In all general. Time. Yes. Just, you see, you two, knew shit was about to. You see two about to jacked up happen. motherfuckers, and it's, you're gonna die. Jim yeah. Ross would say business is about to pick up. All yeah. right, hey, here, ring the fucking woo bell. But uh, I got to meet a uh, fucking animal one time. It was one of the greatest things in my life. Did he beat Seriously. the shit out of you? No, no. <laughs> I shook his hand. No. I said, "Yo, my name is Jay." Uh, he said, "Oh yeah, man, what's going on? My name, you know." Mammal. I'm not. I'm, I'm not trying to expose the business. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, he, he said his shoot name. Gotcha. All that shit. A lot of people do know now with documentaries, but yeah, we're not yeah. going to expose. We know his kid played the NFL. Yeah. So. Me being me, he's not a linebacker actually. And, sure. and the only yeah, thing I told him guy. was, "Hey man, he's a suck I, guy. I just uh, uh, well, I'll give it to you. I, we were in Bay City for a show, and I just said, "Hey, thank you so much you've done for this business, and uh, you know just." Keep being you. Yeah. You know, stay, alive. You. stay alive. Yeah. I, I, that's what I told. I, I basically we need told wrestling her. legends to stay alive. Yeah. yeah. For the, like, to paraphrase it, you know, I was just, hey, man, thanks for being you. Yeah. You know, I appreciate yeah. it. Thanks Thank for making you. my childhood great. Yeah. Yeah. Basically. Because everyone oh. wanted to be the Road Warriors. Yeah. Get the damn pads yeah. off the spikes. Yeah. You want me to Everybody. get into a story about old school wrestlers? Next episode. Because it's going real long. Oh, motherfucker. Just real quick. Go can ahead. Can I give it. Paraphrase it. Fuck it. All right, Let's do it live. Yeah, live, pal. For the viewers at home, it was actually uh, one month after, same exact indie show. Kevin Nash was on the show. I had a match. I got done. Uh, come up, and one of the guys comes up to me. He's like, hey, man, Kevin Nash wants to talk to you. 
And I'm like, oh, fuck. You know, first first thought in my head. <laughs> oh, fuck. I fucked something up. I go up there. He looks at me. Extends out his hand. Thank you. That was a really good match you had out there. Easily the damn near the fucking high point I have ever had in my wrestling career. To get recognition from... Big Daddy Cool. Who yep. were working that night, by the way? I, Give a I, shout out. I was working a guy. He's been working a couple years longer than me. His name is Andrew Lee. Short guy. Asian. Vietnamese, if I really, really fucking <laughs> remember. I, I'm sorry, Andrew, if you ever listen to this. <laughs> he's, he's, not, he's not from Somalia. No. We, or Russia. <laughs> all, we did a comedy match. Okay. But it went over so well, Kevin Nash shook my hand. Good shit. And he said... You had a good match out there. You know, it would be a good story on a future podcast is how you got into the business. This we'll get to that. The, the day. Well, yeah, that is a fucking future podcast. Speaking of my number four, Kevin Nash. No, <laughs> oh, I love Kevin Nash. All right, number four, one. get on it. Kurt, Mr. Perfect Hennig. Yeah. Wow, thank you. I mean, what can I say other than... This guy bumped and sold his ass off like no other heel in the history of the business. I mean, he made everybody that he wrestled look better. There you go. Thank you. That's all I got to say. All right. You wrestle him, you look better than you were. So you're number four. Take me in in number four? Hell yeah. All right. My big number four. Not the man, but the wrestler, Chris Benoit. Can't argue that. I can. I mean. Is he still he didn't do it. He didn't, <laughs> he didn't do it, obviously. <laughs> that motherfucker, I could never get enough of, no matter where he was. W- well, even before that, New Japan. Yeah, Pegasus fucking, Kid. Yep. yep. New Japan, WCW, Radicals, ECW? WWF. Yeah, even at ECW. Well, it just goes I, so wherever he yeah. went, he made a mark. And we'll cover the controversy in the Dark Side of the Ring episode. This is yep. just about the wrestling. That's later. It's just about the wrestling. But, my God, Chris Benoit. Oh. Everything he did looks really painful. Oh, yep. Period. <laughs> Not just that. Hurt so bad. He made it look believable. Yes. Every fucking thing he did. Could you imagine what he, what Which is he what would think all about, about AEW product right now, especially mm-hmm. this last two oh weeks? Three weeks. He would. He would make. He'd he'd make everyone do squats. Thing. Yeah. You know, five hundred yeah. Hindus go. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. That was that. Well. I don't want to touch too much in Dark Side of the Ring, yeah. but when he was, uh, or at least when Jericho talked about that spot he fucked up, and then they were in the locker room, oh, yeah. and he was doing 500 squats, yeah. that's how much he cared about the business. And that goes a long way. Yeah. I just forgotten he about cared so about the business. Do you remember Royal Rumble 2005 and what happened to Daniel Pooter? Oh. That's what would have happened to Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks <laughs> if they were in the oh. ring with a guy like him or Hardcore oh, Holly or Eddie Guerrero. They would have beat the shit out of them. For I'm that. Number three. Go ahead. Let's My go. number three may be a bit controversial, maybe not, but I'm going Stone Cold Steve Austin. Really? Controversial? He's yeah, one of the greatest wrestlers of all time. Uh, well, <laughs> hey, cont- hey, you know what? Controversial. For everyone that wants to hear, I was about to take a piss, and I had to come back for that shit. If he's not in everybody's top five, I'm going to come down there and lay a motherfucking elbow on everybody that's listening and everybody in the room right now. That's right. He's going to Russia. He's going to Somalia. Yes. It doesn't matter. Well, I say controversial because maybe it's some people's number ones. Okay. Yeah, that, that's why okay. I say that. But 
uh, how could you argue his success, uh, even from 1990, 89, when you broke into the business, if you didn't follow his career early on? Heyman spotted him, put him over hardcore throughout the years. Even his TV champ. TV yeah. champ, right? When he was like a year into the business. Yeah. Still green. His long, blonde, stringy oh, hair. Yeah. Didn't matter, right? I mean, what mattered was what he did in the ring and what his work. It's amazing the transformation from real solid technical worker. Which we can I all think appreciate. Beyond, I think it was yeah. beyond solid. I think it was well, one, of the best one, of the best. North, one of the best North American workers and in the early 90s. As he transitions and you know the injuries pile up, the knees and the neck, well, and he turns into a brawler, but it's even more over. Well, yeah. Thank you for making my point. <laughs> and yet he still had great technical matches with... Benoit and Jericho right there around King of the Ring 01. Yeah. The can, as he's hard to wind down. He yeah. can adapt and adapt to his his physical nature and his body to, you know, to the people he's working Early with. Early on, he could even do a little bit of high flying. Right. Yeah. He was with Hollywood Blondes with Pillman. Yep. God rest you too. And then he went to ECW, learned his chops with the promos. Heyman gave him a shot. Made him I don't even know if he forward. learned how to do it or he just finally... Came into yeah. his own. Well, he was like, doing his Hogan and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah, because Pel- he was Pelman was a promo guy in the block. Yeah. yeah, they just never which let is, him loose in WCW, which was mm-hmm. you know a oddball thing yeah. looking back. But then what? He debuts at the Ringmaster. He's still fucking still earning his way through. Yeah. He has DBS. He has a mouthpiece for not which that he didn't long, need. No, which is what you know. Yeah. No, no. Good matches. All right, hot really. take. Stone Cold was a better promo artist than DBS ever was. Probably. And I love DiBiase. I can't disagree. Take that fucking hot take. I can't, dis- well, I can't disagree with that. And I'm not even to that part that of his career That's not an insult yet. to DiBiase. That just says how yeah. good Austin No, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I'm exactly. Not, I'm not even to that part of his career yet. Yeah. yeah. You, you go to WrestleMania 13, the, you know, the double turn happens. That, I mean, the June 96 promo was there, but he was still mm-hmm. floundering. That was one of my favorite bit. matches of all time. WrestleMania 13. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Top mm-hmm. one or two WrestleMania matches ever. Yes. Undisputed. Whew. So you get that. Hey, issue. hey, there's another fucking. Have we done that yet? Not. Top we five WrestleMania matches? We were matches? going to, and then the whole lockdown shit. All right, hey, guess what? We'll do I'm going to tune you guys in for the next episode already. <laughs> we are doing our top five WrestleMania matches of all time. Nate, give me your number three top favorite right now Go. Viva La Raza. Eddie Guerrero. He lies, he cheats, he steals. Hey, I lied and cheated and stole you, man. All right. Uh, How can you argue with Eddie Guerrero? Just so, so good. Just, you can't argue. He can do everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You can't. You can't. Because I'm going to skip Mike and say that was my top three. Go ahead. Right, right there. In. Everything that guy did from New Japan to WCW, nope. I'm sorry if don't, I'm following the Crispin Wah formula. Don't forget about Mexico with Art Bar. Everything he did in Mexico was collapsed. absolutely phenomenal. This guy, is when he was at his peak before he died, oh my god. Yeah. And the thing is, early on, he was a great wrestler. And he became a great character on top of that. When that yeah. yeah, when, when he that evolved. charisma Just like Stone finally Cole built on. Yeah. Holy shit. God, if we could have had another five years of Eddie Guerrero, holy fuck! Oh. <laughs> we could have, we could have gotten hypothetically, we get another five years from Eddie Guerrero, we could have gotten the Eddie Sean match we all wanted at WrestleMania. No, that was supposed sorry. to be that WrestleMania after he died. If we got another five years from Owen, yeah, God, what five, five months, Jericho, uh, uh, <laughs> Guerrero, not even five years. All right, five Mike. Months. Hey, everyone, shut up. 
Mike, who's your number this three? This is a big one because I'm building off Eddie Guerrero here. And the person who Eddie Guerrero inspired to get in the wrestling business, Sasha Banks. <laughs> I can't argue with that. The, I'm sorry, the greatest women's wrestler of all time. Already, end of story. Don't fight me about it. She is. Hey, Period. and guess what? If anyone out there is fucking debating against us, it is our top five. It is not what we think are the top five. It is our top five. So if you have a problem it's with my that, top, it's mine. you come down here but and shake Mike. But guess what? She is still fucking great, and I can't disagree with that number right there. I mean, thank you. Her nine-month run from January 2015 to October 2015 is maybe the greatest nine-month run, wrestling-wise, of great matches of anybody. I mean, I would put her top four or five matches from that nine-month span against any nine-month span of any wrestler, and I think it would hold up. At least hold up, if not better. And in, in, in today's standards, is and my God, is she being misused? And fucking misused. <laughs> they, and by the way, it just reported fucking Meltzer came out and said that was the plan for fucking SummerSlam was to finally put Sasha over and Meltzer in Boston. Can kiss my balls, he can. But the idea was he, he was finally going to go over because it was in Boston. And now that Boston's canceled, they're fucking pushing that shit back so it'll never happen. Yeah. Number two, Turner. Move on before I start getting. Yeah, refresher, Eddie Guerrero, number three, brother. My number two is The Undertaker. Oh, where's Kevin? There's he Kevin when he did We popped are missing a stiffy. mark here. We already know who Kev's number one was. <laughs> That's Undertaker, one, two, three, four. Texas Red, Booger Red, Booger Red. Mark Callis. Yes. Mark Callis. American Bad, Big Evil. <laughs> Skyscraper. Yeah. Came that one night in 98. Well... <laughs> Take a, you know, and we're going to talk about him at length here Faker pretty taker. soon too, uh, with the end of his career and, and all that's going on. But Godspeed, fucking Undertaker. Talk about a guy. I who, think he's got one last ride. <laughs> who 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 maybe got a shit gimmick at first? You know? He did, and he made on paper it's the worst gimmick of all time. He made gold out of shit. Yeah. What's the wrestling saying? They made chicken salad out of chicken shit, right? Yep. And that is the ultimate chicken salad out of. He almost came out of the egg, which really would have. Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> yeah. He almost was the god of the gooker. Uh, I mean, what more can you say about this guy? Up. Is he's he's the dead man, and he took it through all these iterations throughout the years yeah. that that matched what was going on in the era that he was in, right? Mm-hmm. So, in in the new generation, he was. Under Faker, he was not much so, you know, supernatural. Supernatural. Uh, he went away at Rumble '94, right? You know, he yeah. came back. He was hurt. Attitude Era hit Ministry. It kind of fit that bill, and I kind of personally like the Ministry Taker. I love. That's Best, my favorite what, fucking. That might be his, right there. That might be a top five. That should have been the top five entrance music, though. Oh yeah. He goes. Taker. He goes away in September, right? He wasn't part of the, the Unforgiven Six yep. Pack Challenge. Comes back in May. Took a huge chance. And coming back as a totally different gimmick, totally yeah. different gimmick, totally different as DO, hair. As DOA Mark, <laughs> and he rocked that shit. Choke saying everybody right at Judgment Day. It worked. It was fucking. It was gangbusters. I would argue he had the most range as the biker taker. Yeah, you know, even if it may not be his best iteration, which I think it is, but he was able to talk and more. He, yeah, he, he used that from May of two thousand to April of '04. May of 04 and WrestleMania 20, we came yeah, back. You know, he had a three and a half, four years yep. run as as not even what we knew him as. And, and basically as a real mark as the real person. Yep. And and I just, just want to say mm-hmm. I, I, we're gonna get into this later on at some point, but 
his ability to keep kayfabe uh, throughout oh, and yeah. be yes. a locker room leader even now uh, is it just speaks so many volumes to the guy he is. Yeah. Uh, if he's not your number one, two, he, three, or four, he's or five, not one man. of those guys that believes in the business. Yeah, yep. he, him and Cornette are the last to kayfabe. Just about. And, that's a hot take. Right and, and there, you, guy. you just cannot go wrong with Undertaker. So that's my number two. What you got, Nate? Class breaking Stone Cold Steve Austin is number two. We already covered that one pretty well. I'm going to do another one we covered already pretty, uh, pretty much. Hulk Hogan. Like I said, changed the business twice. Uh, had some really underrated matches that were fantastic. Yes. Both Rock matches. Yes. Vince match. Yes. I mean, mm-hmm. psychology. Hogan couldn't do the athletic craziness, but psychology, one yeah. of the best. Mm-hmm. Go ahead with your number two. If you smell what the rock is cooking. <laughs> this guy, to go from the biggest heel of all time to easily, arguably, one of the biggest faces of all time. Basically a backwards stone cold. He's a prototype of what you want a great wrestler to be. Because he can do oh, yeah. literally yeah. everything. The yeah. look, the charisma, the in-ring work. Five he tools. had it all. Yeah. Oh. He's the Ken Griffey Jr. of... Yeah. Wrestling, like he can yeah. do everything. Second generation, well, actually third generation, but yep, you know, born yeah. into it. That, yeah, exactly. And, and this guy showed. had it. Yeah. You know, he seems like was, a uh, genuine good guy. Oh, too. correct me if I'm wrong. Ninety-six Survivor. Yeah, yeah. All right, thank Did you. you right. For, die, first Rocky match. Die. Yep. I was so <laughs> I don't know why I was thinking ninety-seven, but yeah. you know, he came into it. Rocky Maivia. It yeah. came into. The fucking uh, nation domination took it over yep. from where it went from there, especially at uh, 98 Unforgiven when they had the fucking big tag match. And then. Well, he won at 98 Survivor Series, didn't he? 98 Survivor yeah, Series, yeah. he beat me. So that's a two yep. full yep. years. And, and not he, to mention my hot take, best ladder match of all time, SummerSlam 98. Yep. That was a good match. He transitioned into that big feud with uh, Mankind. And then from there, Austin, huge business. And then the big, big fucking gimmick with Austin. And then from there, he well because Austin got hurt. Another hot take: What happens if Austin doesn't get fucking hurt? No, that would be yeah. There's a fucking big hot take. That could be a good rebooking right there. Yep. And now we shoot Rock into the goddamn stratosphere. As if he wasn't already. Outside yeah, of wrestling, right. he's the biggest star in the history of the business. No, mm-hmm. no hands. Yeah, oh, he yeah. transitioned that into big acting career. He's making the which, most money in Hollywood. He, yep. Yeah. Which, truth be told, he is fucking a very, very great actor. He's good. He's good. Yeah, I'm not talking what he's not fucking Tom Cruise, Bruce Willis, Denzel, Denzel level. But you know what? He's a top level Hollywood. Guess actor. what? He's a draw. Guess who's still making millions of fucking dollars? Miz claims he's an A-lister. Rock is an A-lister. Exactly. Yep. Turner! Right. Before we before we go to number ones, I don't want to cut you off, but I'm cutting God. you off. Honorable S- mentions. This is my thing. <laughs> I know. I'm <laughs> fucking it up. I'm, he just Eddie Guerrero your ass. I just did. Do you want to do some honorable mentions? I got some honorable All right, mentions. Let's throw Rick, them out Honorable mention. Quick. Uh, give Rick, me two. Randy Savage. Ricky Steamboat. Ooh. Yeah, I'll go. Nate. Randy Savage and The Rock. I've got four. Rick Rude, <laughs> Rick Rude, Daniel Bryan, Steve Austin, Becky Lynch. All right, go ahead. Keep it modern. I like it. My fucking honorable mentions are The Macho Man and The Taker. All right. So now I'll go ahead to where I rudely cut you off. 
No. Turner number one. My <laughs> Turner number one. number one. So as much as I love Owen Hart, and I think he is the greatest Hart wrestler. Oh, it's Bret Hart, isn't it? It is Bret Hart. Coming, man. <laughs> it is. Where's Bruce Hart? Hart? Damn it. Where's Marcus? How can how can I how can <laughs> yeah, who's I better? How can I deny my feelings as a kid growing up? All right. Hey. Yeah. And this is your, your top five favorite. How yeah. can I deny my own feelings? Him getting screwed out. Whether I knew what was going on or not. It was a fucking shoot. And then he, he, you know, guess what? He showed up on Nitro. Mm -hmm. And he got fucked over on that. But what is going on? Yeah. My guy. I remember that. changing teams. It's plain as fucking day. I remember that shit. And he's, you know, he's the constant. He is the consummate professional. He is what I look at, especially looking back now as an adult. The fucking... And no one mentioned Shawn Michaels, which is fine. Yeah, but yeah. him and Bret Hart. And He's the me, top 7A. Right. And I'm a Bret Hart guy. Mm-hmm. And this shows it. I mean, like, he is the man. He never, you know, he never hurt anybody. He will tell you that because he he knows it. Mm-hmm. He, he's good and mm-hmm. he knows it. So well, who was that? that? He fucking told someone not too long ago. Who are you, you to Al Dandy? He's like, <laughs> yeah. who are you to doubt Al Dandy? You no, can't no. lace up my boots. Who did he Seth Rollins. Seth Rollins? Yeah, he's not wrong because he isn't wrong. Seth Rollins is not on Bret Hart. Seth Cena. Rollins mark, and he's not on Bret Hart's. Life. Actually, I'm a bigger Tyler Black mark. Well, he's better than yeah. Well, Bret Hart didn't break John Cena's nose, so <laughs> didn't Seth break Rollins Sting's neck. Didn't break yeah. Sting's neck. Mm-hmm. Didn't fuck up uh, Finn Balor's world title run. There you go. Yeah, another in 2015, right? Nate, give me your number one. Hulk Hogan. Can't, you can't go wrong. Woo! Change the binges. You know, mm-hmm. sure, we already went over that twice. shit. It's, it's tough. It, it really is. Well, because my first iteration in wrestling was 92, so the first thing you see mm-hmm. is Hulk Hogan. I mean, the first thing I remember, actually, is the barbershop. So that caught me at a three-year-old <laughs> clicking the channels. Somebody went through a window. I'm interested. Yeah. You want me to go ahead? I'm going a little more modern. CM Punk. You know, I think people now, since he's been removed from the business so long, it, it's kind of gotten passe to mention him. But there was a time when there was nobody hotter in this business than CM Punk. And when he was cutting those promos every night, ripping Triple H and Vince McMahon and John Cena apart. And Kevin Nash. And Kevin Nash. And, I mean, he it wasn't maybe the best in-ring wrestler, even though he had great matches. His character and his promos... Took a modern wrestling fan, me in my 20s, after I'm already too cynical and burnt out on this business, and grabbed me and was like, no, fuck this, you're paying attention again. Yeah. A lot, like, yeah. like, and I'm not trying to downplay the people that did that to me as a kid, but I was a kid. Right. Right. To be able to do that as an adult after I already kind of know what's going on, that, that speaks volumes to what he was able to do. And that's why he's number one on my personal list. And you can't go wrong with that. I, that mm-hmm. You can't really argue with that, no. It's like what draws your eye. And, and by the way, got the best match out of John Cena I've ever seen. Out of Cena. Mm-hmm. And Money in the Bank. Best yeah. Cena match. Not saying it was the best match ever, just best Cena match. AJ had a good one for Rumble, too. AJ had a 2016. Even though that Cena match Money is Bank on, 11. Even though that Cena We're match is AJ. on my list. Oh, no, it's Royal Rumble 17. Okay. Even though the Cena match is on my list. Yeah. All right. Number one, Maynard. Bring it home. The glass fucking shatters. Stone Cold Steve Austin. Stone Cold. 
Steve Austin. I don't know how anyone could ever deny the credibility of this motherfucker. Ever mm. which way he went. It was perfect. Everything he did was perfect. Was he, was, he, he was the working man. How you feel about your boss. Yep. In 98-99, you could not go anywhere without seeing that Austin 316 how, t-shirt. How loud oh. was it? Even now. It, yeah. it doesn't even matter. How loud was it every time he comes out of the fucking curtain? Raw 25th anniversary. <laughs> yeah. Even just a few weeks ago. Yeah, back in September, October, or whatever. How loud is it? You could have a random crowd in, like, Detroit or something. You don't know Austin's here. Can you match it? Can you match it? Anyone. Orgasm every time. It's perfect. Who can do that such good a job to leave that lasting of an impression? I bet you he... In a short amount of time. He exactly. His peak was four years. People forget about yeah. that. He'll come out. He'll come out ten years from now. It's going to be the same exact way. And here, mark my words. Hot take. He will have another match. Interesting. That is a hot take. Ooh, that's a hot take. There was him and Shawn Michaels with the holdout, and Michaels had performed. We'll see. That they came Shawn out and did all the WrestleMania fucking biz. He worked a couple, you know, I little shit. Punch, but he will have another match. With it, all right. Here, I'm gonna even shorten my fucking. I'm gonna shrink the shit in. Within the next two years, he will have another match. Opponent. Opponent. Someone he could really work. It, it'll be AD? the AD? top. Daniel Bryan. Closest heel in the biz. It won't be for a title. It won't be obvious. Well, I, I, do you risk putting him in the ring with Rollins? Oh yes. God, no! Yes. I'm just saying with Rollins' history of taking care of veterans who are no. injured, he'll he'll <laughs> fucking you know why? Because Stone Cold is the vet in the match. He'll yeah, make so sure. <laughs> yeah, but no, because Sting Cold wanted to go all out yeah. was the thing. I had a feeling Sting. It was already gonna be Sting's last match as it was. Stone Cold ain't taking a buck bomb. Yeah. No, not. Stone Cold won't. It, you know what I mean? He'll come up for the fucking bomb, bam, 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 and he'll come out of it. That's I don't even know if he'll go up be. for it. He might, he yeah. might counter out of it. To I'm finish. thinking with who's left in the roster, the only the one I'd really want to see is Dana Bryan. Yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. Because that's he, the guy who could do that match, and mm-hmm. Daniel could do all the movement around him. But no, mark my words. And, and he got the label lock. Here, mark my words, Somalia. Yes, what? It'll happen in the next two years. I hope Man, so. That's some hot take theater right there, boys. It's, like, it's not going to be the greatest match of all time. <laughs> oh, God, no. But it It's going to be a good match. It'll probably be Undertaker. It will draw. It's going to. I'd be fine here with you go. that. Here you go. It's not necessarily a hot take, but it is something that happened. But everyone says Macho Man Steamboat was the greatest match at WrestleMania 3. Technically, why? It was. But you know what? It wasn't. It was. Half them seats wouldn't have been filled if it wasn't for Hogan, Hogan. and Giant. Yep. Exactly. And that's the same thing that's going to happen when Austin does come out of retirement for one more fucking match because it It'll will It'll be sold happen. out. It'll do the biggest pay-per-view. Like, network buy. It'll do the biggest. You know what? Done. It's going to be. It'll be the biggest show in the world. All right. You know what? Here All right. All right. Here's, here's the oh, No, no. Nate, shut up before I kill you. Shut up, Nate. Thank you. It's going to happen at the big house. 
because it will sell it out. <laughs> now you're now you're jumped the shark. I would love that though. <laughs> SummerSlam cool. at the big house. Man, do 120,000 people. It'll happen because it could. I can guarantee it. Right. Use the field. You put Austin's name on a match at the I'd fucking big house. We're I'm all going. Who's not buying tickets? I'd spend however much they yeah. ask. We're me all going. You want all, all of my money? I'm a worker and I'll spend three, four hundred dollars at that motherfucker. I'll buy yeah. Kevin a ticket. He won't show. No, <laughs> he'd only show if Undertaker was yeah. there. Yeah. All right, here's my awesome opponent. Then it'll be John Cena. I could see that. You know why? Another hot take: Triple H, John Cena, uh, at fucking wherever the fuck they were, was a really phenomenal fucking match. That Australia show was it? Yep. 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 Thank you. Mark my word, it'll be Stone Cold John Cena. And with that, we're at an hour and 40 minutes into this show. (laughs) So I think we're finally going to go ahead and wrap this up. Anybody have any parting words of advice? This was a good show, brother. Stay tuned for Silk Stockings. (laughs) See ya.